0: It's Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Spygate Report. We've got the two best in the game, Bill Vink and with Bodie, is it? There we Chef go. Chef Bodie, baby. So Chef
1: Bodie. I'm wonderful. Outside of that disgusting loss last week, I'm all right. I'm ready for a new week trade deadline coming up. So a lot of really cool things about to happen.
0: Absolutely. Week 8 in the NFL is right around the corner, literally 2 days away. And of course, the team that chokes the most, the Buffalo Bills are going to be hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Nah, man, don't don't even try that bullshit. Choke the most. Look at Dallas. Yeah, but
0: that's Dallas. No one cares about Dallas. Don't do
1: that. Don't do that. You you can't be just coming in hot like that like you're just gonna crap no, on my bill. No
0: that one cares about Dallas. Let's be honest. America's team is a thing of the past. Anyway, the Buccaneers coming at three and three. The Bills at a disgusting four and three. I looked at so I, I had it took me forever to find some like comparison. I don't know why it took me so long. But to be honest, you would think with the way the average points per game for the Buffalo Bills that actually have a better record. Right now, technically, the Buffalo Bills average 28. 28- Points a game, right? They average 269 Whoa. yards a game,
1: right? Their opponents, okay. Basically so let me, let me on average, let me break this down. I can, these stats and numbers are gonna look weird if you don't watch the games. So it was a low scoring right. game versus the Jets, which they should have won. It was a low scoring game versus the Giants. It was, uh, what was the Jag score? I think it was in the 20s as well. But a lot of these games, their offense really didn't move the ball until super late in the games. So it looked weird at this point, but a lot of this has been due to slow starts. And I don't mean just like a first quarter slow start. I'm talking like into the third slow start. So the numbers look off and a lot of the the average points are from that slapping they did to Miami and I can't. I remember the team else they, they gave a, a good uh a good beating to them. but it's like two really good defenders. games and the rest kind of sauce
0: right but i mean anyway when when you look at it as a comparison um, as i said most people who who are betters or gamblers are not going to know that they're going to look at the numbers right they're going to look at, at at the comparisons yeah. here the, the Bills defense, I mean, people are going to say negative things about it. The one thing that has been very strong is the Buffalo Bills defense. I think everyone can admit that. I mean, just take a look at what the defense has done. I mean, 16 points a game on average allowed, which is phenomenal against great teams. You know, well, and Aaron Rodgers slash Aaron rodgers Jets, the Daniel Jones still coming into his, you know, years, I guess, as the starting no, no. quarterback for the, the Giants. Daniel Jones
1: didn't play that game. That was Tyrod. That was Tyrod.
0: Tyrod Taylor?
1: Yeah, Tyrod uh, started that game. And listen, there was a, a a big blunder in that game, too, right before half. They had the ball on the goal line, and he supposedly switched it to a run, or he did something that cost the, the Giants no points because the clock ran out with no timeouts. And Buffalo did kind of lean on the guy and hold him down as long as he could. But um, And then there was the throw-up at the end of the game, well, not a throw, because that, that sounds deep. But once again, they were on the goal line. They threw it up and incomplete. So you, they, they could have easily had anywhere to 14 to 10 points that were left off the board with those two plays on the goal line that game.
0: Just saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> but here's one thing that kind of staggers me a lot. The Bills have had 11 turnovers. The season, yeah, eleven. Yeah, it's in seven games.
1: It's a lot. It's a a lot, lot of it.
0: I mean, it's from a quarterback who throws just because he's got power and hardly any any accuracy.
1: Nah, he uh, listen. He, I mean, Josh is Josh. Josh he misses a lot of ball, you know, passes and all that other good stuff. Overthrows, on the thrones. bad reads. at times but you got to understand a lot of this is also ken dorsey the the, the fact that he's the most him and, and the uh, offensive coordinator from the Giants. i think mccarthy's running the plays over there but both of them are the most super basic uh predictable offenses you see in the nfl it's buffalo and and dallas also the route runs like what their their play call against for these routes is but it's like from fucking basic ass shit. There's no real, um, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it without cursing and stuff like that because I feel away, but it, it's so pedestrian at best. And when you look at it, you go, well, you got Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, you got two speedy receivers in uh, Sherfield and a Hardy. And you also got Shakira, who's very good. You got Dawson Knox, who's a physical guy who does catch drops at times. And then you got the number one draft pick, not overall number one, but first-round pick, um, Dalton Kike, who just had a real big game. And they don't know how to make this happen. Like, Ken Dorsey doesn't know how to utilize all these weapons for Josh Allen. And you have James Cook, who's doing it, but Ken Dorsey abandons the run as fast as possible. As soon as he gets an opportunity, he's like, fuck the run. Let's just go to Josh Allen. And that's a lot of the problem. You've got to establish the run game. Harris went down, and you're like, all right, the physical back is gone, but Murray's still playing well for like 33, 35 years old. He's still playing very well, but they abandoned the run too much. A lot of this is coming down on two people. It's Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen. Josh Allen sometimes makes the worst reads ever, and people want to say, oh, he's super smart. I don't think Josh Allen is a smart quarterback. I do not, and he lost his edge. He doesn't play with that same fire as he was. Just keeping it one thousand and Bills fan. I'm just keeping it one hundred with you. But to the Buccaneer side, let's let's get some Buccaneers talking here.
0: Yeah, I feel like this has all been kind of negative towards the Bills, and we're two Bills fans. This is looking real bad. Uh, we look like we're ultimate haters. So anyway, it's looking real bad. Okay, so no, keep it oh, God, that's Baker Mayfield, Baker
1: Mayfields. Baker Mayfield. Jesus, hey, goodness. wait a minute, okay. wait a minute before you even say, "Oh my God, Baker Mayfield." Baker Mayfield finally looks like he's comfortable. Now, at the same time, and I've said this before, and we just started podcasting with this channel, so I haven't said it here. Baker Mayfield has nothing to lose. He's playing so relaxed because he's not supposed to be good. He's supposed to be a turnover machine. He's supposed to not be the guy. He has nothing to lose. But if he finishes the season like he is, he's going to get a bag there. He's going to get a bag. He's playing really well, and he's the – He's a great long guy. He's a great sideline presence guy. He's always motivating his guys. Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay is a nice fit. I'm just being honest with you. And that defense. No, I I
0: definitely, uh, like, I I agree, you know, and he's got Mike Evans, kind of. Um, But, like, looking at this Bucs team, I think once Brady kind of left there and and Gronk left, there's, like, a big void. And I think, I'm not saying well, that, that yeah, you know... but
1: you also got like Chris Godwin.
0: Ma- nah, nah. But I think overall, I mean, he's finally looking like the Baker Mayfield from Oklahoma. To me, that's what it, that's what it kind of looks like.
1: It does, because he's, he's playing with I a chip on it. his shoulder. Oh, yeah, but you know what, that... Chip on the shoulder it should have been what was the team Carolina? It should have been that chip on the shoulder in in uh, the Rams. And if you're saying now he has a chip on the shoulder, to me that that just sounds like a, a easy cop out. I think it's more there's no pressure on them. There's no pressure on them. And you know who's got to be kicking themselves in the ass is the Cleveland Browns. To be a thousand percent honest with you, like Deshaun Watson, the guy barely ever plays, like. It, it's looking sus. Like, he got the bag, and he don't even want to play no more. And now you got uh, Baker Mayfield doing really well in Tampa. And I'm telling you now, tampa, Tampa's tampa been in a lot of games. They, they, this is a team that you don't want to match up with late in the season if they're healthy. I like Tampa.
0: What you think of, but Here's the one uh, awkward thing. I mean, you look at Tampa. They don't put a lot of points up on the board. They don't. They're averaging no. basically less than I mean, t- 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 two touchdowns and a field goal uh, every game, and they give up to the the same amount almost. Now their yards per game is a bit staggering. They're always they're on average they're under three hundred. They give up about three hundred and forty plus yards a game, <laughs> but they've only. But here's here's an interesting fact: they only, they've only had six turnovers this entire season. Six.
1: Yeah, they bend, don't break.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, like I said, but what's staggering, too, is that they even have even less penalties than the Bills do. The Bills come in with 46 penalties this yeah. season. The Bucks with 36. I mean, the 39, apologies. 39. The so, difference? if the Buccaneers play clean football, I can easily see them steamrolling all over the Bills for the simple fact that the Bills are kind of hurt right now, too. Let's not forget that. You go, we, we go roll. to the injury report. Yes.
1: Milano's gone... Uh, Trey D has gone, and uh Daquan Jones. We know that. We know they're all hurt. Harris is hurt. There's a lot of question. What do you
0: this game do? too?
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. With that, Oliver. Um So, if, now my thing with you, you said the word steamroll. What would the score be according right. to your steamroll?
0: I think at least a two-score difference. I have zero faith right now in the Buffalo Bills to do anything right. So – Realistically, unless the Bills' defense really shines, I don't have faith in my, and, and Josh Allen as a quarterback right now, and I don't have faith in the, that entire offense in general. If the balls isn't going to Stephon Diggs, I don't have faith in anybody right now. So at this point in time, the Bills have a. I just it's hard to really sit there and be like, oh yeah, this is going to be a good game for the Bills. Not especially since the fact that we have a banged up defense that's still doing its best as it is, holding holding teams down phenomenally well for what they have. And our offense is just trash, and it comes down to the quarterback. I don't, I don't get, I don't, I don't care for, I don't yeah. care for for play calling. I, I really don't. But here's the thing,
1: or that, that it makes a so difference bad,
0: That's bad, and it probably does. But guess what? When it comes to whatever being put on the field, the quarterback's the one throwing the ball at the, end, at the end of the day. The quarterback's seeing the field. The quarterback's being being the one make making the play. So when you're throwing you're... it into double okay. coverages, so now, you can just you're... sling it on
1: there. That's a problem. Here goes my defensive back because I play defensive back. Here goes my mentality. If I know, and my linebacker is reading, say you have a really smart linebacker, and he's understanding they're not even running it. We all know, I right, don't play the run. Or just look at the line, Look at this formation. It, you know what it's going to be. If they tell you, yo, it's just a run, now you're stacking the run. They're very predictable offense. I will say that. But if you had to pick a score before we go to the next team, what would be your score of this game and who are you picking? Because it sounds like you're picking. I don't want to hear, oh, it's a perfect game, nobody plays the perfect game. I'm pay, I'm I'm picking the Bucks
0: here? 28-14. 28-14? Yeah.
1: Wow. Whoa, I'm gonna go 42-17 Buffalo. Yep. I'm I'm picking them to, to put a hurting on, on Tampa. I think that enough is enough. You know, step your shit up because if listen, Buffalo can't lose this game, even though they're still close in their division by one game, they can't afford to take these losses. Like I think Buffalo comes out fired up, Dalton Kincaids having a monster game. And uh I'm gonna see the ball and gets a sack this game, too. Maybe even a force fumble.
0: Okay. Well, speaking about um two teams who really want to keep their momentum going and definitely not can definitely don't want to afford a loss here. The five and two Jacksonville Jaguars take on the four and two Pittsburgh Steelers. This game's gonna be on CBS, by the way. Both teams completely healthy, which means there should be no excuses coming in coming into this game for either team. Uh Trevor Lawrence versus Kenny Pickett. And uh this is gonna be an interesting, interesting game. I oof, so, I mean both of these defenses are terrible, in my opinion. Uh both these teams have given up at least 50 nah, no yards. Jackson's good up, on average.
1: They've given up almost 250 yards per game. Yeah, but look who they're playing against with those games, though. Like they ha- they're playing good teams with good with you know, strong. Uh, yeah, but b- here's the know, thing. From,
0: from from a better standpoint, they don't care.
1: Okay.
0: It's 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 all about numbers. I'm giving you the straight up numbers. Okay. So and that's that's my perspective. Regardless of average, it does not matter about the difficulty of schedule. It's about what we're seeing. Sit, like, well, I can't even speak right now. I just woke up. But the stat Number-wise. wise, it's, it's all about that number wise. Yeah. So. Now, what, it, what I am impressed with, both of these teams are really similar stat-wise in almost every part of the thing, right? Like, the main, like li- literally, they both – Oh, well, the only main difference is that the, the Jaguars average about 24 points a game, Pittsburgh 17. But when you look at the total yards of offense, 30, 336, 273, both teams give up about 20 points a game. Both teams give up at least 350 yards a game. There's only a four turnover-turnover uh, uh, differential because Pittsburgh has only given up six. Jacksville, ten. Penalties, they're right about the same, 33-30. You know, like this is a very even game.
1: So, here, yeah, now, I'll start with Pittsburgh and then go to, to the Trevor Lawrence and Jaguars. Pittsburgh has the best defensive player in the entire league. There is nobody on T.J. Watts' level. It's like he's... Number one and number two is not even close. It's kind of like that WWE thing where they're at the top and AW's too, but they're not WWE, right? There's no, it's not close. So you sit back, you go, okay, can that Jacksonville Jaguars offensive line slow down TJ Watt? Because you, you can't really stop the guy. The guy's got to be effective in so many aspects of the game. TJ Watt is a disruptor. He's just going to do what he's going to do. If you can slow him down, you're like, all right, well, you know, they still got some playmakers out there, but this is the, the main threat, right? He's the, how the hell do you game plan for this guy? Because even when you do, he's still going nuts. He's almost got 100 sacks in like a few years. It's freaking crazy. Um, Kenny Pickett, I know, took an injury, and I'm surprised he's not listed as questionable. You know what I mean? Like, if they're giving him the healthy go, kudos to him. I am not a big believer in Kenny Pickett. Najee Harris, who seems like the perfect Pittsburgh running back, is like having the worst career ever, right? Like he's not even if you're a fantasy guy, I I say if you don't have anybody else, start him, but he's not putting up the numbers he should be. He's a power runner, which they seem to not be able to utilize, so I don't know why he hasn't worked well, because Najee was a beast, but it's just not working, and, and like I said with Pickett, I'm hit or miss with him now. Trevor Lawrence, I'm extremely biased, and I'm going to admit my biasness because where did Trevor Lawrence play college football? Clemson. Clemson, my guy. So, so Trevor Lawrence keeps growing, right? Like, and if he takes that next step, I'm telling you now, Trevor Lawrence can make a deep run with this team. With this team right now, without a trade, trade deadline with this team, Christian Kirk. He stepped up last contract. He's he's showing people I am that guy, right? Calvin Ridley, he's healthy. He's got a little rust to him still, but he's dominating. He's doing his thing. Um, Etienne, he seems like he's finally getting it, right? Like before he had those 30-yard games and 40-yard games, then he had like 100-something. He's more consistent with the 80 to 100-something. Uh, he's catching balls out the backfield. You know, Etienne is doing his thing. Jacksonville is a very, very good offensive team. Their defense is decent. I'm going to say that. And I, I do like their defense, but if, if you could slow, if you could slow down Josh Allen, there's not much else I'm worried about. Right? Like Josh Allen, Josh Allen on that edge. You're like, this guy, is ill. He ain't no TJ Watt. You don't know who Josh Allen is from the Jacksonville Jaguars? The defense.
0: Okay, sorry. I just had a blank. No continue.
1: Brain fart. Um, so if you slow him down, there's not much on that line that I'm like, I'm worried about. So if you could kind of contain this guy, it's going to be a a tough day, you know, and honestly, if I was Pittsburgh, I'd try to use Najee and just beat those guys up and slow them down, fatigue them, let it be a battle, and then win late because, uh, Jacksonville has a lot of weapons, you know what I mean? Like they're, that's a talented team. What, so what I would say. 24-21, 24-21, 24, 24 21, Jacksonville. I'm going to say they win with a field
0: goal. 14-10, <clears throat> Jacksonville.
1: 14-10? Oh, oh, you're making me not want to watch this game. I don't even – 14-10 <laughs> game. Unless the defense is going no, to no, no, I don't even no, want to hear about this. No, but
0: here, he, here's like here's my thing. I think T.J. Watt's really going to just be a complete disruptor this game. And it's it's going to force yes. Jacksonville in some really bad positions. And I think two scores are really all they're going to get. I think T.J. Watt's really going to be a menace. I don't know. I, I'm really banking on T.J. Watt to really cause some problems in this game for Jacksonville. What's his sack count? And What's his
1: sack count? Four. This game, how many
0: sacks
1: do you think he comes with?
0: Four. I think he fuck. What? I think he steamrolls. I think he steamrolls their offensive line. I, I, if, I if, Jack's if, supposed to have a good offensive line.
1: They don't. If TJ Watt gets four sacks, we got to do a segment just on TJ Watt.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I know. I know it's a high number. I'm, I'm saying four. I'm saying four.
1: That is a high number.
0: I'm saying four, and maybe even a pick. <laughs>
1: four or a
0: forced fumble.
1: An all pro, an all Hall of Fame game is what you're saying. We're about to. Now I think I'm gonna so. Watch. I got to watch the game. What we got and next? I think, what we I got think... next outside of TJ Watson, <laughs> the Terminator.
0: <laughs> uh, the Patriots and Dolphins. That's up next here. So, wow, this is a game that I can best describe. The Patriots come in two and five, hot, hot off of an impressive one against the Bills. Um and then the Dolphins five and two. Obviously, everyone knows at this point the Dolphins are a very high-powered offense, um, a decent defense at best. And on the other, and on the flip side of that, the Patriots, I would say, are more defensive and not really offensive. So
1: <sighs> But the Dolphins are coming off a loss against Philly, and they weren't even really in that game.
0: Right. And so like this is so um I'm gonna go with the Patriots on this one. I and I know that's like rare, but like if we look at the Patriots, you know, questionable Smith Schuster is questionable. He had a concussion. Uh, Josh uh, Yuki is also questionable because of because of his foot. Uh, Keon White is also questionable because of the concussion. K. Sean Boot. How do you say boutique Bowdy? I don't know. Who cares?
1: I also questionable. his hamstring. I literally. I literally butcher everybody's <laughs> name. You're going to ask me what the guy's name is?
0: Well, <laughs> I'm hoping – I was hoping that there's maybe some hope. Um, and then last but not least, uh, Verdarian Lowe, offense-to-office offense tackle from his ankle, it's also questionable. So apparently they're all supposed to return against the Dolphins. I don't know how likely that is. Um, and these, these reports that I got are just fresh off of yesterday, yesterday night. So – that's the Patriots' notable inactives. It's going to the Dolphins tonight. There's just too much. There's a lot of injuries going on in this game. Um, Isaiah Wynn is all is questionable. He, yeah, he has a, a quadricep injury, but he was supposed to return. He's supposed to return this week. Uh, Nick Needhams is also supposed to return. Xavier Howard and Connor Williams are supposed to return this week. Um, David Long supposed to return. So when you look at a lot of the inactives, I see this surprisingly being a high power game. I think Mac Jones is going to take some of that momentum that he had in the Bills game. I mean, he only missed six passes the, the last game against the Bills. Okay, he only missed six. He went fourteen for twenty. Right. So I think he's going to okay. keep that momentum going for at least the first. I think at least the first two quarters, up some decent points. Like I said, the Dolphins defense. Defense doesn't really impress me at all. But they, I think they're average at best, which is also why they got slapped, slapped by the Eagles. Huh?
1: But Ramsey He's, is questionable.
0: He's questionable. He's
1: he'll, questionable. He'll be all right. Okay, yeah,
0: so they, then you have Jalen Ramsey. Just
1: traded, but. Okay, hold on, hold on. So Miami just traded for Chase Claypool, right? So mm-hmm. you have to worry about the best receiver in the league statistically, Tyreek L. Waddle is a beast. Chase Claypool and Morstad or however you say his name, Morse, whatever, the running back. He's playing really well, too. Now, not against Philly, but he's having a great year. You think that that New England defense has enough to slow that down?
0: I'm not saying enough. I just think that the Patriots are offensively are going to have a lot of momentum going into this game. You don't go in, into a stadium, pull out a miracle victory, and keep nothing momentum-wise going with you. I think this game fought, it comes down to m- momentum and who gets off first. If the Patriots can get off first and to a fast start and actually strike early, I think they can keep and ride that momentum, ride that wave throughout this game. I think I think if the offense can try hey, to keep what, this... The, hmm?
1: What's the score? To me,
0: this score is going to be 28-24, New England. Patriots yeah
1: 28
0: 24 35 10 Miami that's fair.
1: They go. I, I can't they hate that. The shit out of the Patriots.
0: I think the Patriots are gonna hang in this one. I could be completely wrong.
1: Um, so I could I, I, I I be 100 wrong. Patriots come in and, and do what they do. I could be wrong. I mean, listen, it's football. Any team can beat any team on any given Sunday. But I just feel Miami had a big loss. And the thing with a lot of people that that don't understand with Miami's record is a lot of their wins are against winless teams. And I don't mean no wins on their record. I mean like one or two. You know what I'm saying? Like they beat the Jets early where the Jets were trying to figure it out. Um, and everybody else, it's been teams that are struggling. They played Buffalo, got slapped. I mean, they got they got fucking punked. And then you went against Philly, and it, it you weren't even really in the game. Like, it looked closer than what it really was. So the two teams they played with a winning record, they lost. Yeah. So, yeah, New England can, you know, make another upset. I think that would be crazy. But, yeah, I mean, crazy things happen. They just beat Buffalo where this was a gimme for Buffalo.
0: Speaking about that, the Bengals versus the 49ers. The Bengals 3-3. Three and three. The 49ers come in 5-2. and two. Brock Purdy. Uh, wow. Let's really say negative about Brock Purdy. But he, here's the thing. Um, right now, the 49ers are looking amazing. I don't think they've had this good okay. record since Colin Kaepernick was there. Um, so they're they're like legitimately they're looking awesome right now. Now
1: <clears throat> Well you telling me they haven't started this well with the uh, Joe Montana or Steve Young era or the uh
0: Okay, oh, well, man, I'm I'm Adam? saying since like okay. two thousand ten. Since uh, since to the two thousand ten rolls around. The last time we seen them look okay. this good was okay. when Cat Ka- was when Kaepernick took them to the Super Bowl against the Ravens. Okay. And so I'm really impressed with what
1: what I was going to say with the 49ers because you really impressed them. I just wanted to remind you that the 49ers just lost to a Justin Jefferson, not in the Vikings lineup. They just lost to them.
0: Right. And and I was just about to get to that, too. Okay. I was just about to get to that, too. Then I'm glad you brought that up. So now the real question in this game with the Bengals, who are still trying to figure it out. Cause I don't know what's going on in Cincinnati. It is a mess this year. They should not be three and three. I don't know what's happening. Um, statistically, this is probably one of their lowest performing years since they've had Joe, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow as a starting quarterback. Uh, defensively, they look a mess. I mean, both of these teams don't call Don't, don't commit a lot of turnover. So that that's a, that's a beautiful, I mean, for the Bengals five, for the 49ers three, yeah. I mean, but the 49ers are heavily penal, uh, penalized throughout the season, 45 compared to the Bengals, 30. Um, offensively, the, the 49ers, of course, have looked great. For the Bengals, it's just been a coin toss. You don't know what you're getting. It reminds me kind of when Andy Dalton towards the later years was their quarterback where you didn't know if they were going to be a 500 right. team or they were going to be, you know, 9-7. You just – you don't know. It, it's very like right now this season is like one of those older Andy Dalton seasons. Or you're just kind of like, they may go nine and seven. They may go ten and yeah. It, it just it's just a coin toss. It's kind of hard really to to figure out what's happening in Cincinnati. And
1: I I, I think that's I the. Do think, but
0: no, yeah, but yeah. I I just think right now, even though the 49ers are coming off of a loss to, to Minnesota, I think this is going to be a close game for one reason. I think a lot of of the 49ers' momentum has been halted because of that loss. And I think they're going to have to try to recuperate. I think they're going to be a little slow in this one. I think they're, they're going to come out very slow, probably find their rhythm late into the third quarter. I think since that going to kind of be around. But I, I don't see it being necessarily very competitive. I do believe this game will be a low-scoring game. I really do. Because the 49ers are okay. going to – they, 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 the 49ers took like a big loss. They're going to be at home. And I think that's going to play a huge advantage to, to the 49ers here. I think their home – Crowd is going to really have to push them through this game because if they don't, I, I can see the Bengals kind of sneaking up on them. Because right now, you look at the Bengals and you just scream, "I don't know, wild card." And that's every game at this point. You just they may they may come out and play great.
1: I, the, the scary I don't know. part with the scary part with the Bengals is they're supposed to be one of the elite teams in the AFC Super Bowl contenders. Oh, uh, the AFC. Sorry, not the. AFC. Yeah. Now, the AFC is stacked. Like, all the best quarterbacks are in the AFC. Like, let's just people 100. So, yeah. you sit back, you're like, I, you know, you expect some losses, but you didn't expect them at 3-3. Three and three. Like, and then going into the San Francisco game, as much as I want to say this is a must win for the Bengals, and if the, the Niners do lose, you're like, all right, this is, a, this is a tough loss, but we're still in a good position – the Bengals the, can't the Niners have to win this. And I know game. For, no, it, this is a must for both, but it's more for the Bengals. The Bengals can't afford to go three and four right now. They cannot. Since uh 49ers going what it would be five and three, right? Right. I take five and three before I take three and four. No, I definitely
0: matter. agree. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. But here's the thing. They, the 49ers are, in my opinion, since 2000, I want to say eight, have been historically known for fumbling towards the end of the year and then rolling into the playoffs, not at their best. So this to me is a must win because they have to keep the fire burning because it's going to run out eventually. I hate to say it for 49er fans, but let's be realistic here. Your team is known for being very hot when it is. And being so ice cold, you're going to drop games. It's going to happen. You need this win against the Bengals desperately because it's going to show that you guys are resilient and you guys can come back from a a hard loss, you know? And for the Bengals, as you said. I want to score. You want to (sighs) score? I want to score.
1: 17-14. You got a lot of low-scoring games this week. I think 28, 24, um, 49ers. I
0: guess. I guess, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying hey, it's listen, that bad. I, I,
1: I think I, I'm giving
0: credit to defense I, over where they should be.
1: Look, absolutely. The Bengals do have some, some weapons out there. And to try to just, if you can't listen, if there's no real and serious, the 49ers do have the a good defense, Burrow, they do. They have an amazing defense. That defense is sick. But if you don't get the pressure fast enough on on Joe Burrow with that with his White House, it's gonna be a long day. You gotta put pressure on Sun. If not. He's gonna do what he's gonna do. Right, but this can be
0: the same state. This this is the same case for the Patriots and Dolphins game that I made. Who's gonna get off hot? And this is gonna be a game that's gonna be I think this game is more mental right now than it is physical.
1: Or Jamar Chase.
0: Huh? Right. This game for me is gonna be more mental for the 49ers. I really do believe so. I think that their confidence has been rocked and they have to find a way to recover it.
1: I'm with you you on that. Who we got next?
0: The Bears and the Chargers. This was actually my team. This is actually the game I picked out of all these. I did pick this one. Um, And I found this game very interesting because I feel like we covered a lot of really good teams. Uh, The Bears and Chargers, two and five Bears, two and four Chargers.
1: Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We left off a lot of good games because you wanted to talk this one.
0: Right, because I felt like you know it's great to talk all the really great teams, but we got to give some, some, some like love to, to at least the bad ones, you know. And, and here's the thing the Bears and Chargers, I think, is going to be a must watch game. Both of these teams want something that want to prove something, both of these teams are really banged up, and both of these teams are hungry for a win. There's a reason why this, this game is, is, is on NBC. <laughs> I think it is. I think this is going to be a sleeper. I really do. I think fans are, are not really paying, giving this game much credit. I think both these teams are going to ball out and I think we're in for a fun one. I like, I really think we're in for a fun one because I, you know, both these teams are actually really good offensively when they're on form, when they're on form, but they give up so much defensively, both of these teams, the bears give a give up arguably about three three 339 yards a game. The Chargers, 406 yards on average. That's an average. 406 and 339. Now, the one thing the Chargers don't do is give as many turnovers. Five turnovers for the Chargers this season so far. 11 for the, the Bears. Both these teams are heavily penalized. 45 for the Bears, 39 for the Chargers. Both these teams at least put up 22 points a game. But both these teams have over 324 yards of offense on average. Both seem to give up similar amount of points per game, 25 and 26. This is a this is a sneaky game, I'm telling you. This is a very sneaky game. I think we're gonna we're gonna be in for a high scoring game in this one. I'm gonna say hmm. <clears throat> I'm gonna say 28-27. And my pit my pick to win the chargers.
1: So I'll go low on this one because I have zero faith in any of these teams, really. And I do think the Chargers have a good defense. Um, I'm going to say 17-14 uh, Chargers. I'll say 17-14 Chargers. Wow. So and I, I don't know how hoping I this game muttered the word, like, this is a must watch. It is. Yeah, I think like, it really this is prime time. You know, this you can't. Miss I think
0: it. what you're doing is looking at at the record, and going, "This is boring." And I think when you have here's the thing: when you have two bad teams like this, these games have always been really. What's good.
1: their records again?
0: Two and four, two and five, two and four, two and five.
1: Don't you think there's a reason why they're two and four and two and five?
0: Right, but I think these two teams are. When you put two bad teams together, it's always meant for a fun one. That's the way I look at it.
1: Okay, well, hold on, hold on. So here's my thing, right? As of right now, you're looking, you go, okay, we're two and four, two and five. And with all the hype with May and, and Caleb out of college, right now, I don't believe mm-hmm. that Caleb is that guy. And I think May is, it's good. But with two guys that everyone's hyping on, you go, okay, well, don't you think we might want to tank and at this point of the season at two wins, I'm trying to get a real good draft pick. So you think that uh, owners and, and GMs and you know aren't being telling the coaches, you know, you might want to kick a field goal here and not try to get it on that fourth and short.
0: Hey, I think we'll still be we'll still be treated to a great game. Okay. Maybe
1: okay the best so this, game of the week. That World's was a fine game. game. What we got on our six pack? Because this is the six pack, baby. Six pack of, of of teams. Monday night football.
0: The Raiders taking on the Lions. The Raiders come at three and four. The Lions five right, and two. Um, I don't really know what what's what to say about this game right now. I'm I'm gonna go for the uh in, the injuries at the moment are questionables, and I think you'll you'll, you'll take it over from there because I don't know what to say. I, I don't really know how to feel about this game. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo questionable. Nate Hobbs, questionable. Jacorian Bennett, questionable. Divine, I wonder what these names Diop. Whoa, Diablo. Diablo. <clears throat> His name is Diablo? Yeah.
1: Like that guy already.
0: And, he, and, and he's a raider. Go figure. And he's a raider.
1: Fits perfectly.
0: Yeah. You should get behind I'm your gonna, guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the Jack for the Jacks, for the Lions, Jonah Jackson, questionable. David Montgomery, questionable. Jerry Jacobs, questionable. Khalif Raymond, questionable. Who else we got? A lot here? of
1: good guys there.
0: Malcolm Rodriguez, also questionable. Good lord. So questionable. set. Okay.
1: Now Detroit got pumped, right? Like they took a bad out. They they lost. I think they're going to come back hot. I think they needed this, the the loss to remind them, you still got a long way to go, but stay hungry, stay humble. And that Lions team, they're stacked with young, hungry talent. Like, these young guys are, they, they want it. You know, they, they're hungry. Where the Raiders, it's a weird, like, nobody I know who knows for was like, oh, my God, the Raiders got Garoppolo. They're going to be something. No, no one thought that. But, like, he's not that guy. So I think the Lions come in here and just put the beats to him. I'm not to see this as a close game. I can see this like a, a 27-7, you know, something like that where they might get a touchdown or a field goal at garbage time. I think the Lions come in and pummel the Raiders. I do. I don't see any kind of positive. I mean, Devontae Adams is miserable there. How you have Devontae Adams not being targeted is crazy. And if you're using him as a a decoy, that's crazy. That is nuts. There are so many guys there that aren't being utilized. You got a guy like uh, Hunter Renfro. He's a his route running skills is insane. Like this guy's route running is crazy. He's got weapons. He just doesn't utilize them and don't throw to them. Like he, they got Jacoby Myers, who's having a good year too. I mean, he was hurt, but Jacoby Myers is doing a damn thing. But you got two other guys that are sitting there that if you start distributing the rock around, it's you don't know who to guard. You can't just double Devontae Adams because Hunter Renfro is getting the rock. Myers is getting the rock. You got Jacobs the running back. Like, this should be a matchup nightmare for teams. And you got arguably one of the best players in the league, and Max Crosby, who just went nuts the other day. Like, I, I don't know if it was last game or the game before where he just I think he got a safety to end the game. Like that's that's like you know, three seconds on the clock. You inbound it, throw it to the guy, he shoots it and he calls game before it even hits. That's what Max Crosby did. Like the Raiders have a damn good team and they're just not a good team which makes no sense lions destroy them take them to the take them to the fucking back and sh- sh- old yellow the raiders
0: yeah i'm gonna say 35 seven
1: lions Whoo, you made my shit look even worse 35 seven lions yeah, all right 30- so we got them straight routing
0: yeah i i, I Honestly, I felt generous. I was I was I was originally gonna say 35 3, but I was like, you know, they may be able they may be able to score a touchdown but 35 7 just to be on the safe side. Um, but no, so the 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 next segment we got for you in this in the end this show is basically we're gonna go really fast through the rest of the games. So we're not gonna give you anything besides just saying who we think is gonna win. Atlanta, Tennessee, who you okay. got?
1: Atlanta.
0: I got Tennessee. Houston, Carolina, who you got?
1: Carolina.
0: Carolina. Yep. Carolina too. Uh, Rams, Dallas.
1: I'm going to go Rams and a close one.
0: Uh, I, 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 went Dallas, Minnesota, Green Bay, Minnesota, Green Bay, Saints, Colts.
1: I'm going Colts.
0: I went Saints, Jets, Giants. Oh, Jets! The Jets. I went
1: Jets, Jets too. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna have a good game. The Jets. Are Eagles, gonna, Commanders. Just gonna piss off a lot of Giants fans. Who?
0: Eagles, Commanders.
1: Oh, Eagles.
0: I went Eagles too. Browns, Seahawks.
1: Browns. Seahawks. Defense is too good. Defense Ravens, Cardinals. Oh. <laughs> If you got Lamar Jackson, enjoy, because he's going to go nuts on this team. Baltimore. Yep,
0: Ravens. Chiefs, Broncos.
1: Chiefs. Dave. Chiefs, there you go.
0: Perfect. So we, we had our fast pick them for the rest of, of the week. We got through every team. We spotlighted our six. <clears throat> and so with that being said, everybody, please do leave a like, leave a comment, subscribe to the SpyGate Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Um, rss.com uh, right down here is all of our links instagram spygate Report, uh twitter spygate report facebook page the spygate report and all that fun stuff so thank you so much for watching as always subscribe we'll give you the inside news coming soon